Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Between the Palm Trees. I have to apologize. I have to start apologizing. It's been over three weeks that I haven't um, done any new episode, that I haven't put anything out in the platform. And it's just because this quarantine is really, really, really um, very difficult when you have to be inside and not being able to do anything or go anywhere, which is my situation. I don't know about you guys. Uh, if you want to know what I've been doing, like I told you in the last episode, try to find a passion, try a passion, try to keep yourself busy. So that's what I've been doing. I've been keeping myself busy between projects, redo paintings and craft, but also every morning doing homeschool for my kid. Um, which is super hard. I never I never thought that being a teacher was easy because I don't know if I told you, but at some point I did teaching uh, to teenagers. Um, but I think that um, maybe I got a little bit comfortable having my kid at school and then not having to do any like activity out of the ordinary with him, maybe like a little bit of uh, projects craft project but that said and now that I've been homeschooling I realize and it made me remember how much of a beautiful and hard job the teachers have anywhere in the world um, they are the person that um, helps to build a good human being I feel between the teacher or the people they are in the school plus the parents they can build they build a new adult so if they do a good job the person ended up being a good adult so i give a huge applause to the teachers out there and i don't know please fill me in why you have been doing for the past three weeks like i told you i've been doing a bunch of things just because i don't want to go crazy of course for me i will do even more craft but it's kind of tricky because you now finally you have the time to do all these things that you always been wanted to but you haven't been able because you've been working or you work a full time and on the weekends you have to catch up with the cleaning and the school and you want to relax as well you know now you finally have the time but then all the stores where you can get things and supplies or the things that you can wanted to do when you have the time are closed and also because of the being with no job and no income situation, it's really kind of hard to decide whether buy or no things because you don't know what is going to happen and how the situation is going to end, right? So you don't want to risk yourself and put it in a hard spot. So that's what I've been doing. I've been thinking every day that I go to bed, I was like, oh my God, another day had passed by and I didn't create another episode. Or oh, I've been watching TV with my son and I'm like, something comes to my head saying that, well, I could talk up with this with my audience. Like I've been wanting to talk about this and I tried to write it down, but then I got distracted and you know, you know how it's how it's been for everybody that's a mom out there you know what it means to be a mom like you want to do things and then when you're going to accomplish them something happened in between and you get distracted or you have to go spill um wipe off a uh, spill milk or you have to go and go party with one of the kids so you know so many things so finally i'm here three weeks after my last episode i thank you all of you 
for the patient, for the good vibes they have sent me through my Instagram account, which is uh, between that the palm trees, or for even through this media. I really appreciate all the messages and um, the good vibes. I mean, nobody, like I said in the last episode, nobody wakes up or is born knowing something good, like knowing... um, a technique or knowing how to think you just have to train yourself with with time and although I'm an amateur I want to improve and I want to get better so I can deliver better quality products for you guys very quality better quality episodes so I'm always looking forward for any advice piece of information that you can give through to me so I can get better um, why I wanted to talk to you about Today is about siblings. Today we're talking about siblings. Uh, two weeks ago it was sibling day. I don't know if that's a national day or a worldwide day. Either way, since I've been living here in the U.S., which has been like almost uh, nine years or so, uh, I've been uh, every day that it pops out in my screen on my social media. I always try to do like a little tribute to my siblings back in Chile. Um, we are five in my family, so I have four more uh, siblings, one brother and three more sisters that I love super, 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 very, 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 very much and that I miss. Oh, my God, I cannot even describe you how it feels every day when I miss them. Um, and we're talking about siblings today. Like, how many siblings do you have? Do you have any siblings? If you don't, do you have anybody that is was close to you that you look at as a sibling growing up? Or if you're an uh, only child, how did it feel? Did you ever wanted to have another sibling uh, to share your experience with through life? Uh, I had a lot of siblings, so it was very hectic growing up. Um, my parents were both working at some point, but then when the youngest one were born, my mom decided to stay home. So I do remember very clearly everything or most of the things. Maybe I'm missing some things and I think that I remember everything, but they are so fresh. Those memories are like they were yesterday and makes me very melancholy sometimes to remember them. Sometimes I will be doing something with my son or I'll be watching a movie or even some smells and it will bring me back to that time, that particular moment where I will be sharing a situation, a conversation or anything with my family, especially my siblings. I am the middle of the five, right? So yes, the Waco syndrome, they're always talking about the Waco syndrome, like you are super independent, nobody really cares about you. The, the middle child always does whatever because nobody really pay attention to them. Uh, I think I have to agree in some aspect of that, but I think it was good. Like growing up, I feel that I was very independent, so I didn't really depend too much on my mom or my dad or my siblings. But we were always really close until today. We are very close, but we are in a, we are close in a matter that we still respect each other's life and boundaries and privacy. So nobody's like overwhelming, involved, or involved in an overwhelming way into anybody else's life. Um, So it's like a good balance. 
but yeah I was like very doing on my own thing um, I remember that um, I have two sisters that are older than me and then me and then the two little ones are actually twins so it's a boy and a girl so I always tell my dad that like okay first he, she had, he had a girl second he had another girl they tried for a third one I was a girl and then they tried one more time they got twin a boy and a girl <laughs> so we always laugh like he finally got his boy but it came with a little souvenir which was another girl um, and yeah so I was the middle one and then the the twins so at the beginning I was like doing my own thing and then when we were like they were like uh, four I was like around uh, five, um, nine so I was basically always having to carry them around like if I wanted to go play I would have to take them because they were little ones and they were looking they're looking to play with me and things like that but that But once that we all reached like a reasonable age, let's say they were like nine and I was like 14 or so, they started doing their own things, obviously. And we were still were close. We would still have friends in common and things like that. But I was like more doing my thing. Uh, and that's when I realized like, ah, yes, I was super independent because I always have my thing on the side. I will be out of the five of us. I will be the kid that will be always creating things and doing things and offer my parents and volunteer my parents at school plays and I will volunteer my mom to go and help us with a cookout in school and I will volunteer my dad with a um, for like a running daughter father kind of thing but without them knowing so I will always volunteer them first and then I will let them know so I was that type of kid I was never a rebel I was never shy I was never like not cooperative or I don't know how to say like no I will not be the kid that like no I don't want to do anything I, I was always really helping and things like that but I will be doing my own thing I will be always creating things I will be always like signing myself uh, for things like signing myself in and like new things the scouts and then a church and then the youth group and then the dancing group and then volunteer to um, teach and do some training for one of my classmates that they were really bad at English at that moment I was really good at English so I will offer myself to do like a training or like a be like a tutor but it was like I was the tutor, you know, and they have that situation in my high school growing up. And I was always like sign my, sign my, signing myself in and all these activities. And I was really, really busy. I think that's why in the last episode I was telling you that like the quarantine made me think a lot of things and how lonely my life was lately. Because sometimes the lifestyle of working home, mom, love working home, mom and things like that doesn't really kind of sidetrack you for who you really are and doesn't really like you connect to your deepest sense of self you know and I feel like that's been happening a, li a little bit and it has to do because the lifestyle that I've been having to live lately because of work and also has to do because you are living in a different country so you although I'm super open-minded and things like that I have to kind of adjust and expect for the people to adjust to my culture and my way of thinking too, you know, so that requires a little bit of time for transition. 
and then you know like different responsibilities that you get when you start growing up and uh, getting to adulthood that it kind of change a little bit who you are sometimes for good sometimes for I mean for the better sometimes for the worse and sometimes kind of puts you in the limbo and kind of makes you lose yourself and lose your sense in the real you you know what the things that makes you shine and glow and sparkle like the like they say the sparkle joy <laughs> you know like Marie Kondo uh, so yeah so I remember I was always doing my own thing uh If I have to describe, I will say my older sister, she was always super like, she was like a second mom. Like she was always helping my mom. I, I guess every every um, firstborn maybe is like, that's the role for the firstborn, you know? So she was always like helping out with the cleaning, the vacuuming, making bed. And she was always like helping out with mom and making sure that whatever task or chore my mom would ask us, we accomplished it and she will be like the supervisor. So she will make sure that we'll do it so my mom will not get mad. And then um, she was always very loving. Um, yeah, even when I, I start talking about her with you guys right now, it makes me very emotional. She has a very, very motherly soul. She's very generous She's uh, very wise and she has become a very nice uh, wife and mom. And I think like I always saw her like a second mom. Uh, then my second sister, she was more like a little rebel, but she was not a rebel in a bad way because she was always super good with grades. Like she will be like the very, very, very good student, great student. Like she will always be like in the top fives and the top tens of the high school, you know. So she was really smart. Like I never really remember her like that she had to put a lot of effort in study. I think like she was smart and intelligent for nature, by nature. So if I have to describe her, how I remember her, because how I remember her kind of match and merge through my sensation and perception how I see them now as an adult. But... When I was when I, we were all still living together and I was younger, I perceived her as a very smart woman with a very strong character, and she was the type she inspired. Like she gives me this inspiration of like women can do everything. There's nothing that women cannot do, and we are strong and we are smart and she will always follow her ideals like she will think like no this is not correct or i don't agree with you she she will be that person so i remember like in family dinners or family discussions whatever she was always the one that will say to my dad no dad i don't agree with you i think it's like this we know like in a mean way we know in a not in a disrespectful way But she will always be that type of sister, I remember very clearly. The one that it would not be uh, agreeing to someone just because we have to agree and not express their own real thoughts about certain subjects or circumstances or situation. She was uh, very opinionated. Um, 
Yeah, so that was my second sister. And like I told you, then it was me, the crazy, wild, super outgoing daughter. Uh, I was always, like I told you, and involved in everything. Um, I was a good student. I was not a bad student. Obviously, I had my struggles. Like I think history class was really hard for me. So I remember that I would have to study history class for test with my mom. Like she really had a lot of patience with all of us. Imagine five kids, but she will take the time to study with me uh, my history assignments. Um, then I was really bad in math. Uh, it was really hard for me. I don't know. Uh, I didn't have bad grades. At some point, maybe I had bad, but I never really failed on any subject growing up. And even in college, I think maybe two, two, no, I don't remember any, any subject or any courses in college that I failed either. I just had to struggle a little bit on some of them, but I passed it with a fair, fair grade, so it was good. But yeah, history was was one of my biggest struggles in high school, especially, and then also math. Uh, when I was in high school, my pair, the parent that will go to like the parent-teacher meetings and things like that, it will be my uh, dad, because my mom, I start doing that for the younger kids. So I had my dad. So yes, I will make. I would make sure that I would not have any bad grades because you don't want to tell your dad that you have bad grades. Oh my God, no! My dad was super strict, so I always try not to give him any surprises with grades or discipline um, manners uh, matters in my high school growing up. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I was like a good student. I had a. Uh, a very fair group of friends and a very really really tight close ones um, we were four girls four boys and we were super close unfortunately situations with uh, me traveling and even in college I think we started like getting more distant from each other and nowadays we're not as close as I would like to be but hey friendships is like a two-way relationship as well like everybody has to want to be in the relationship like you cannot be the only one like reaching out and calling and things like that right that will be that will be subject for another episode but uh i was that type of child and then after me it came the twins that i was telling you and they were a different war let me tell you they are first they're different because they're different gender boy and girl and second of all, they are completely different type of uh, personality. Like I will have the boy, the boy super smart, super smart, just like my second sister, I think. Like everybody was good student, don't get me wrong. All of us were good students. But I think for them, for my second sister and my uh, boy, uh, my brother, it came like very easily to them, very naturally. I think they were very good. It is funny now growing up because my, my brother is super good for numbers, is super good for everything related to numbers. And 
I'm not that good at numbers. However, he's not super good when it comes to languages learning. Some something, and that is something that it really comes easy uh, for me. So growing up, we really complement each other between all the five of us. Even until today, we really complement each other, and that's the magical part of having so many siblings. I really love that. I think like the best part of my life is having a bunch of siblings. Um, so the boy was really, really. Uh, smart uh, he was like a little bit not too tied up to discipline when I'm growing up at the beginning we will be to Catholic school which was all only girls and he will go to the close uh, school uh, school that it will be close to my school and it was like a boys and girls school That was my son that just interrupted me again, like every time. <laughs> so I apologize for that. But um, like I was saying, yeah, my brother was really smart. Like he's, he is still super smart. Um, I feel like both of them, they were like a natural with good grades, uh, especially math or everything related to numbers. Uh, and both are very creative. But I will say like my second sister, she's very creative in a matter like art later like she was always very good in art class she even did like some camps for uh, talented uh, teenager artists in my country yeah she was really good she had a very good perception of art um, and then I my brother on the other hand he was like very nice he liked sports and things like that and i remember the biggest struggle for my mom when we were growing up it would be that he will come home from school right and he will open the copy books or notebooks i don't know how you call it like where you put your uh, notes and he will have for every single class of the day he will have just the titles right so let's say it was history class or geography class and they were talking about the mountains you know and he will have just the title title the mountains and then the rest of the, the page will be blank no more notes no more information drawing anything whatsoever and my mom will be like what why why do you do the entire day why you didn't put any notes how you gonna study what am i supposed to do how i'm gonna support how i'm gonna make sure that you have everything that you need to know for the test and for your personal knowledge blah 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 and I remember my brother, super relaxed, will be like, it's okay. Like, I don't need to take notes. I pay attention in class. So I have everything in my mind. Like, and we will be like, oh my God, I struggle every single day, every single class, just the titles. Sometimes not even a title, just nothing. <laughs> and that will be, the, well, that was the suffering of my mom with my brother. But the funny thing is like, he was really good with his knowledge, like he will know, he probably, he really did pay attention in class because he had a very good grades. And then in high school, um, I left Catholic school and I go to like a normal high school, a public one. And then after that, that my, my second sister was already almost graduating from it, from that school. And then my brother and sister joined me uh, when they uh, transitioned to high school as well. So we were all at some point in the same school. 
And that's cool. I really like it because it was like very different from all the conventional private school or the system. It was like more, it looked like more a co- like a college. So it kind of makes you the layout of the classes and how they handle the knowledge and the timing and the schedule. It was very similar to university. So it makes you realize how your life will be once that you get into a university and start a career. So I really like it. And that changed my life when I moved to that high school because it was a bunch of more students and it was boy and girls in the same class. That was the second shock for me. And then, I don't know, I felt like I had more freedom maybe. It was more laid back, but however, it was really strict too. I don't know. Anyway, so that's uh, at some point my brother... um, really let go in that school and he continued being a good student but I think like he found himself uh, being like a, that kind of person that really enjoys social social work social things social activities so he become a very active volunteer church and uh, also like the youth group uh, that will like he will be like host or coordinator or organizer of this uh, summer camp for kids and social risk and orphans and things like that so that was like my brother growing up uh, my younger sister which is the other twin like I told you she was completely different she is a very um how can I say like she's more she's very smart too she is very persistent she's consistent for with everything that she does in her life she's always been very consistent I I think out of all of us she's the most consistent I will say Uh, and she is the kind of she was the youngest one so she was always we always tell her that she was the little one she was the favorite and blah 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 but also I feel like she was maybe the little one and in a good aspect because I felt like she was always taking care of my parents like um, there's some some moments in particular that I remember about her I remember that in every morning my dad at some point would take her to school but um, especially when we moved to the high school because it was like more like in downtown. So we couldn't really work, walk to the school. So he will take us in the morning and she will be the one that woke up, woke, <laughs> will wake up earlier than all of us and will prepare the breakfast for my dad and had breakfast with my dad before my dad will jump in the um in the car and take us to school. Me, I was not that type of kid. I never... Maybe when I was like in middle school and elementary school, my mom would force us because we were younger to have breakfast. But then after that, I mean, we don't, I don't, I ne- I've never been a breakfast person, honestly. So I will wake up just some time to wash my face, brush my teeth, <laughs> and go and get into the car. I never really do the breakfast thing and talk it in the morning. No, never. I prefer to sleep in. <laughs> and my brother was like that. But my sister, she will be the one that will like get herself ready and decent and presentable for school and put her things together the day before and 
we had to use uh, wear uniforms until we graduated from school, from high school. And she will prepare her uniform like the day before and the, the books and everything in the backpack. And the next day we'll prepare breakfast for my dad. My dad will do her his cleaning routine, whatever. And then we'll go and sit the, the table with her and they will talk. And, then, you know, and then no, me and Jose Luis, my brother, no, at all. So I remember that she really was kind of protective of my parents or my dad, especially um, just like I the youngest kid. They had like a special connection. She had like a special worry about them. And until today, I feel like she's always, we, we are all connected. We are all super close. I try to be as much as connected with them, although they are in another country far away. But we're always like keeping in touch uh, for my parents and tracking how they're doing and things like that because they're not young as they used to be, right? But I feel like uh, out of everybody, she's like super, super like involved and she's very successful. All of them are really successful now. And um, she, like she always like is paying attention, like an extra dosage of paying attention uh, to my parents than the rest of us. And she was very smart, but like I say, she was very consistent because it was just more like us. It was not, the knowledge to her was not as easy, coming just easy as like my brother, my sister. It was just like the other, the the rest of us, like we, she will have like good things. She was, she's, she's an academic professor in English. So she was very good for any languages that came very easily to her. But with like numbers and things like that, like me, she will have to like study to have a great um, grade. Um, you, she didn't have to like break her brain because she's smart, but she will have to like study. Not like my brother, like my brother didn't have to really study to math test. Like he, it came naturally to him. So yeah, she was like very determined. Um, not as crafty as my my second sister or as myself or as my mom. My mom, she is really, really crafty, very, very good with art and things like that. Um, but she will be the kind of person that she was very caring, but she will like set a goal and she will accomplish it. She will be um, the one that uh, will pursue her goal until she completed it and finalized it and then sit back in the couch and be like, yeah, I something else I need to do now. So that's how I perceive her. Um, growing up, especially in the college time, when she went to college and I was already graduating from college, I moved to another city. So I, I was living far away from, I mean, away from home and I would come on the weekends. Um, but I felt like I really miss her. I feel like I really connect with her in the past years. I think maybe because we really love the English language and we have that connection. Uh, she was able to come several times while in college, just like me, just to uh, do some work and travel experiences here um, when we were in college. So I think like that really made us be closer and connect us in a deeper level. But I think she's very generous. Um, the four of them, if I was have to say something about them, uh, the four of them in my 35 years that I've been with them, and they are very generous. They are very kind people, very simple, 
life, like they're not ambitious in like material things. Like of course they want to accomplish things in life and improve themselves like any other person. And they set goals like any other person, but I feel like they're very like non-materialistic or like they give more importance to life and environment and emotional part and family and traditions and they're very hardworking people they're very kind they're very generous um with me they've been very 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 nice um generous they always there for me i feel like uh out of the five of us i was the crazier one because I, oh, I am the crazy one because I always like jump into these new challenges. I was always the, the kid that will be challenging the parents. Like I will, my parents, I feel like they will have to wake up to, okay, what Daniela is signing up for today? Or where is Daniela going? Like I was the first one in the family that left to another country very young. I was the first one that um, said, no, dad, I want to study this. And I didn't really want to study what I studied, but I had to, you know, like I was the first one that uh, I was more like open-minded and I was like very more like, um, outgoing with the parents and things like that and I don't know like I sometimes I did things in a hurry sometimes I will create these projects and then they will work of course because I put a lot of effort on my things but you know they will be surprised because out of the blue I create this I did this I traveled to this I accomplished this I made this you know so for all that crazy ride that has been for someone to be a sister of myself or a sister to me or a brother to me I think that they've, been, they've done a great job I think they're very uh, important well, they are very important in my life but I think they're very I don't know how to say it I'm running out of time and work right now but I think like their determination and their kindness and the humility humil- humility like they're very humble no Humil- humility whatever you say I'm sorry um, they I don't know it's just make them this great people they are great I feel like everybody everybody loves their siblings almost on the most part right and everybody will talk great about their family members uh, but they are really truly good people they are really truly the people that inspire me every day and they support me every day and they're wrong and bad because I, I made mistakes in my life too and siblings are very important I, I think it's an experience that nobody else can give you like the sisterhood the brotherhood like all your memories in your childhood everything the bad things the sneaking around the uh, hiding from mom the complaining the tantrums um, when you back up your brother for doing something bad or you support them when they're doing something good and make you proud whatever like all those experiences are like so important and valuable for you to grow up that sometimes really makes me sad because I have only one son so I feel like I'm not giving you while I'm giving him or allowing him uh, to have the experience, I feel like whoever had grown up with siblings or anything like siblings, 
can rely with me. Like it's so important. Uh, siblings are your best route to your past, and the best reminder of your present. But as well, they will be your um, bench branches to your future. Like they will be always in your life. You know. Of course, there are isolated situations when siblings don't get along or they get along at some point and they don't after growing up. But uh, like in the most part, um, they still press, most of them, they stay connected and they are the present thing and the constant reminder of what you had at some point in your life, which is family and how the time have made you change and make your family a different thing and have transform and merge and uh, transition to a new thing that you call now your own family right but man I really miss them I really wish um, they will not be so much or so many miles away between us or the flight ticket wouldn't be that expensive to go to Chile and I can do that in a more regular basis but um Yeah, I wish they could be here with me every day and see my kid growing up and I can be there and see their kids and my sister and everything because when you move to another country uh, or even to in the same country but you move to a kind of faraway city that doesn't allow you to go that much or too frequently to your house and you left your family and everything in that house in the hometown um when the time starts going by I feel like once you come back to visit or whatever you don't really fit anymore because you have missed so many important moments good and bad and I know we have technology nowadays video calling, texting and things like that but it's not the same so when you go back everything has changed so you can accommodate but you're more like a guest you're more like a, an outsider and you you try to fit You try to fit and remember the things that you had or how you're supposed to fit in the picture, right? And then at the same time, your family is trying to make you feel welcome and like you never left, you know? But that's impossible because you left and time has passed by and things have changed, you know? And, oh God, I'm getting emotional right now. Uh But the important at the end of the day is like it's your blood. It's your is the people that will love you no matter what. People that recognize your flaws and your virtues and your values and the ones that they embrace you for, the person that who you are, and the people that will tell you, no, look, you are messing up, you are ruining this, or you are gonna regret about this, uh, I don't agree with you, or well They are the people that they are here to tell you the things in the raw, like how they're supposed to be said, you know, with no sugar coating and things like that. And they will be always your most honest uh, critic. And like I said, when you live outside and whoever had lived outside and far away can relate, it's like never the same. So we have to, at the end of the day, treasure that and remember that they are going to be close to us regardless. And no matter how many miles away you can be apart, you're always connected by blood and by soul. And that's the most important. And I'm trying the daily basis to pass that to my son 
he doesn't have a sibling right now, but I try to explain him. I try to share anecdotes with him and I try to explain how important is family in general. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. That's what I wanted to share with you. Maybe in a little bit of another episode I can share with you. So more my experience growing up, maybe a little bit more of my parents, which I haven't told you that much. Um, and I also would like to talk maybe in another uh, episode about how it feels to be living in another country and kind of feel sometimes like an outsider and then going to your home country and still feel an outsider. <laughs> like you don't belong anywhere, right? So, but I wanted to talk about the siblings just because in April 10, we celebrate the siblings day and I wanted to do that, but... Like I said, the past three weeks have been really, really busy for me and kind of draining. Um, I wanted to share with you and talk to you about my siblings, how important they are for me and how different they are and how these differences and uh, type of personalities that we, the five of us have have merged us into one pod and make us connect in so different levels that we can never deny that we're siblings. It's unbelievable. So if you have a sibling out there and you are listening right now, I recommend you that as soon as you finish listening to this podcast, grab the phone and call them, even shoot them a text, give them a like in their pictures, whatever, because they are the best gift that our parents can give us our siblings so with that being said i will say goodbye here from the palm trees i hope you have a good uh, rest of the day and i hope that you also staying safe in these crazy times and let's pray together that this is gonna be coming to an end soon ciao ciao un beso bye